do you do, everybody? How are you? Are you happy or are you blue? Come along with me and we will see how we're feeling, you and me. Once more. One, two, three, four. Good. Now let's play with the happy music we just heard. Wait for the introduction, then play. Indeed, indeed. We are back with another episode of The Family Cast. Food and music is life, yes. And today's episode is no exception to that theme. Indeed, indeed. This is uh, my conversation with Mr. Aaron Dalbeck. Um, in a lot of bands that you may or may not have heard, but most recently, most most recent record release was on Be Well, which was my record of the year for 2020. And we get into that a little bit in the, actually quite a bit in the conversation, but he's been in so many other bands as well. Be sure, uh, we'll talk about all those and I want you to check them all out too. And on top of that, he is a coffee roaster, Essex Coffee Roasters. Uh, he does co- fresh roasted coffee to order. I just wanted to also say, remind you, if you're not subscribed yet, tell a friend about the show because I got some some very uh, awesome guests coming up. The conversations are gonna gonna stay focused on food and music, beverage pairings, and all this kind of stuff for people around the, both scenes. So, got some fun stuff in the works. Rate, review, subscribe on any platform that you're listening to. And we'll get the word out. We'll get this going because I think a lot of people can agree that food and music is life. Yes. Okay. Without any further ado, here is my conversation for your enjoyment with Mr. Aaron Dalbeck of Essex Coffee Roasters and a million other things. So let's dig in, shall we? Mr. Aaron Delbeck. Hello there. How you doing? Thanks. Pretty Thanks awesome. Me. Yeah, finally we get to finally got to connect, you know. Yeah. And you got a, yeah. a lot of stuff going on over there in the East Coast. We do. We do. <laughs> a lot of today is uh, some snow and a whole lot of ice going oh. on right now. So you have like a uh, you got snow tires on your vehicle? Yeah, all weather tires they call them. Oh, oh, got it. I I don't know anything about that. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. You live in paradise. <laughs> I know it's it's a but uh you don't have too much of an accent there for the being up there in New England. No, I don't. Which is weird. I think it's just because I travel so much. Um, uh-huh. It comes out when I'm around a lot of friends. It comes yeah. out a lot. Yeah. When you're uh, yeah. when you guys are all talking about the old times and. The, the growing up in Boston area and stuff like that or actually yeah, where yeah. did you grow up in in the Boston area I grew up about 30 minutes west of Boston okay between uh Worcester and Boston like right in the middle so Perfect. About, yeah 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 I've been we over actually, there a few times I'm actually living in uh Pennsylvania now oh, okay yeah we moved out here uh uh in April it'll be a year how are you liking it uh, I love it yeah. We live we live like an hour north of Baltimore and about like an hour and a half west of Philly. Okay. Like right, to, right between Lancaster and New York. So it's pretty nice. Got it. I like it. Yeah. 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 That's a it, it, is that a big change from Massachusetts? Yeah. Yeah. People are a lot nicer and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the traffic's not as bad, which is nice. Did you so. move there to to um for, for music or for the coffee or 
just uh, your wife's business my wife um got it yeah we were actually in in maryland for about a year before this we knew it was just going to be temporary but she had an apprenticeship she's a home okay. birth midwife so um right, right. she had an opportunity that we couldn't give up so i was like well you dealt with me touring for years so let's do it <laughs> yeah so. the, the, the sacrifice comes around exactly exactly <laughs> So exactly. well, let, I want to go back a little bit because the reason I do, you know, this family cast is it's food and music. And um, yep. I definitely have a lot of friends in both scenes, both industries. Some of us, you know, some of our friends are mutual here in San Diego and beyond. Um, and I know that you have been in multiple bands and now you're doing coffee roasting and tea, which are a couple of my favorite things. I uh, just wanted to get into some of that, all that together and you know, how your, our lives intersect and intertwine in those industries. And yeah, yeah so if, I don't know, we can start, I guess, uh, most recently with Essex Coffee yeah. Roasters. Yeah. Um, how, how did you, how did you, how do you think you parlayed going from, you know, a, a few of my favorite bands into being now in the coffee scene? How does that work? Well, I, I was always the person that on the road, I'd always want coffee. Like yeah. I'd get up and look for coffee in the morning and, um, I mean, I just always loved good coffee and it like, I'm not what you call like a coffee snob at all. Like I'll get coffee wherever, okay. as long as it's good coffee. Um, but well, what, what is bad coffee on the road? Like truck stop uh, coffee? Or? You know, I'm going to say something. It's very going to be very controversial, <laughs> but some truck stop coffee is really good. Like okay. it's, it's, if it's, if you go during the day, it's going to be awful. But if you're going in the night, like it's it's super fresh at least you know what i mean like after they shift change and like they're, they're, well all the trucks they just run out all through the night so they're constantly brewing yeah, coffee so at least exactly. it's at least it's fresh you know <laughs> uh-huh so fresh um, brewed versus fresh like fresh beans for example yeah definitely not fresh beans i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> or but no at least beans at all it's better than going to like a normal tr- a gas station where it's like sitting on the burner for hours you know yeah and, yeah and if and if you if you're driving through the night that's your only i mean exactly. i'd much rather drink drink that than some energy drink or something you know and plus a lot of our our friends third wave coffee shops are not open at two in the morning exactly uh, exactly you know, if, if you're driving through say the middle of nebraska and right you need, yeah I get, right. I get it you got it you got to go to pilot truck stop or whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly i've been there yeah for sure um, like that, so, that, so that's what really got a, me into it like being on okay. the road and always looking for that cup of coffee and then like I started roasting and um a couple of, of my friends like kept pushing me my wife really pushed me to do it and I just like in 2018 I was like I'm just gonna do it there you go and jumped in feet first you know how's it how's it been it's going good it's it's yeah. it, you know as as with especially anybody in the service or entertainment industry I think they're both kind of the same group of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year has been very, very difficult, obviously. Sure. But um, yeah. I'm still here and I'm keeping afloat. So it's better than most, you know? It, it, do you have a, a location too? Or is it most, is everything roasted and then sent out online? Um, I do not have a location right now. Um, I'm toying with the idea of actually op- of starting a, a truck, a coffee truck. I love it slash second vehicle to go roast and deliver and like it's kind of like a all encompassing vehicle but actually have a coffee truck so i can go to places now yeah yeah um 
I, I never really wanted a cafe, honestly, at the beginning. And I, I don't know if I really do, but I, a truck could be different. You it's know? a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Especially if you're still trying to do the bands, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so currently, uh, we'll jump around a tiny bit because you do so much stuff, but like, are, are you doing only crime and be well to, right now with everything that's going on? Uh, only crime is still around, but we uh, have not done anything at all since uh, about three weeks before my son was born. He was born six years ago. Okay. So the beginning of October of 2014 is the last time we did anything. Okay. Um, we're still around. We're just kind of on hold or in limbo. Uh, it's funny because when Bane was still around, I was the only one doing something. And now that Bane is done, everybody else in Only Crime is really busy with other things, good ascendants, good riddance and all that. Yeah, yeah. And now I didn't have anything to do. So I'm like, oh, wait, <laughs> <laughs> this is what it was like waiting around. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so, so coffee is taking up, t- coffee is taking up most of your, all your energy as far as creativity yeah. is going. Um, yeah. That, and be well, but yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I'll get to that for sure. Cause yeah, that was, that was a good, uh, be well was a nice surprise for me in 2020. Um, but, uh, so, so the, just to let everyone know the bands, there's at least four, at least four that I know of, right. Only crime, be well, Bane, converge, uh, any other, any other musical stuff or, that you did that I should know about? <laughs> um, I mean, I played in other bands randomly a little bit every now and then, like uh-huh. I, pl- I played in 10 yard fight for like a year and a half or two years. And then we played, this is hardcore two years ago. Okay. Um, awesome. I was in a band way, way, way when I was in high school, but we didn't do anything really with uh, Trey that does Death Wish records with Jake from Converge. Him and I were in a band. Okay. Um, awesome. Yeah, that's really it. Just re- small little things that, but those Converge, Bane, Be Well, and Only Crime are the ones that really did anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know? re- records that you can, I can have in my hands. Exactly. Um, exactly. So, so that you're like most of the, the, the people I talked to on here, we started our, our path in high school or, or right yeah. around high school or, or, or maybe before, but like we started doing music and playing live, probably not drinking coffee then as much, but, um, we some. actually did. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We used to always go to this coffee place in Worcester called the coffee kingdom. Not Dunkin' uh, Donuts. No, no. <laughs> I mean, you can't ruffle actually, some feathers. We're going to ruffle some feathers here. Funny story about Dunkin' Donuts. I don't know the guy's name. But years, a couple of years ago, um, Dunkin' Donuts actually hired some that used to be a roaster for a specialty yeah. coffee company, and they they hired him to like redo their whole program. Oh. So if 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 the franchises went by the specific guidelines and the water was the same, it actually would be all be like decent coffee. So Dunkin' uh, has like a, a side arm of a third wave roaster, or. Yeah, they like they brought somebody in that was like a third wave roaster. Oh, cool! To like consult and like come up with a whole new coffee plan. Is this and available at all the Dunkins or? Well, that they they supposedly that's the plan that every Dunkin is supposed to use. Oh, but okay. but I mean, nobody. I'm sure people don't. You know, I think there's one in San Diego. Uh, I but I've never had the coffee there. I, I've had yeah. the coffee else, you know, in on the East Coast, but not here because, you know, it's pretty close to other, I guess, yeah. you know, my friends' coffee shops and stuff like that. You know, exactly. 
Um, yeah. But yeah. so I, but I found out from somebody from, from Worcester that um, Duncan is known for their coffee, not their donuts or not known. Exactly. For that. I don't know. I, I yeah. that kind of blew my mind a little bit. I was like, okay, they just used, they used the name because it sounded better. I guess don't Duncan Donuts works better together than Duncan yeah. Coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now they just changed it to just be Duncan. Oh, really? It's weird. <laughs> so whatever. We don't want to talk about the enemy. The enemy. No, no. Oh yeah, I guess <laughs> I guess them for you would be like you know maybe maybe like Starbucks out here, coffee bean and tea leaf or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so enough about that. They don't need more publicity. But um, I don't know. Yeah, they're not very punk rock. But no. um, but as far as like so the four you know the bands and all the music that you've done, um, did you? Let's talk. Say let's for only crime for example. Yeah. Uh, you know we we can pick and choose from all the stuff you've done, but only crime. Uh, you've been on every record and yep. um are, how does the songwriting process work for a band like that where there's so many musicians that are on other bands so we all kind of write on our own mm-hmm. but um what we usually try to do is when we're writing for a record we'll go and bill has the blasting room up in fort collins yeah yeah so we'll just go there with all the ideas that we have in our heads and we'll literally sit there you know seven to ten days get up at 10 o'clock in the morning and practice yeah. till nine or 10 o'clock at night every day and just write in a room together. It's oh, nice. super, it's super organic, which is awesome. Okay. Okay. Like I've never been in a band like that where you just seriously, just like essentially lock yourself in the studio for, you know, a week to 10 days and just write and write, and write. And it's awesome. Cause yeah, you can actually see that's everything fun. evolving in that, in that little time period, things evolve so much. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's kind of how, I guess how we were in our high school bands where everyone is just kind of yeah. in the room together, you know, all ideas are okay. Uh, we'll, we'll make yeah. it, we'll make something work. Uh, uh, exactly. But I mean, the songs come out really well and they still, you know, they still have the kind of Russ vibe, black flag sounding stuff, but it's still, you can hear the influence of the other musicians in there. Right. You no. Know? Right. So I was like, well, I love the records, but I always like seeing only crime. Cause it was like, you could hear kind of, like I said, the influence of all the musicians. Yeah. So, um, I hope we get to do more. I hope we get to do more. Yeah, yeah. And every time I see Only Crime live, um, it's on there. It's usually a good bill with other bands, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so that's fun too, because because yeah. they kind of fit in with most most uh, music that I like. <laughs> exactly. So that's good. Is that and is that the same in in Be Well? There's a, I know there's another bunch of musicians in that band from other bands. Be Well is a little bit a a little different. Like Be Well was Brian's brainchild a couple years ago and he started writing music for it and uh and he then he he got mike to play guitar Mm -hmm. and then for a while they were just demoing stuff with random people and then they reached out to me when i moved down okay and um finished writing some stuff so i mean for the first record brian had a lot of that already written and it would just like slowly get hashed out okay once everybody else got in the band but um Brian, he has so many ideas. You I know bet. what I mean? Like it's just like kind of like he'll bring ideas to the table and then it will like do things with it, you know. It's so. funny too, listening to that. I keep pointing over there because I have the record right there. Um, but I was gonna say with a guy like Brian, who's worked with so many bands on his aside from the band, you when you listen to Be Well, um, you can hear, well, it's then you start thinking, is Brian's influence on those other bands, or are those other bands also kind of in Brian's in his head now where he can because sometimes I hear the song and I was like okay that's 
that kind of reminds me of this other band and he actually worked with that band they're like say for example strike anywhere or something um yeah you, yeah. you can hear some similarity which is cool and then i think so to me i've learned through these conversations also and talking about other bands but the producer is almost as much part of the band on the record as uh, as the band members right um, right what did you did you have any kind of experience like that with say the other bands like bane converge like um, the I producer think- is like you know in there with you yeah, I mean, with Bane, it was never really like that. Like, Bane was always, we kind of kept it within ourselves, not like in a, for any other reason, but we like kind of kept it all in in, in the band. Um, Brian would throw ideas out uh-huh. and, you know, and for the last record, Jay Moss would like throw a couple ideas out, but overall it was all like a finished product when we went to record. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't need much more produ- production, like, right um, right right yeah and i mean for converge it was the same way um with only crime it's been different every single record really (laughs) (laughs) um the first record was that was the first time i ever recorded the blasting room and between jay uh jason livermore and bill it was like a whole new experience like yeah yeah i feel like when i recorded those that that five weeks that recorded the first to to the nines record like that improved my playing and everything by like like a decade in that like five weeks it was crazy because they're because because they're just so like on it yeah 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 and then like and then the second record we 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 wrote it all together and then when we're done we actually recorded it all live so there was no nobody like telling us to try different things like that record's all recorded live except for the vocals and like one or two guitar overdubs. Oh, like we're, okay. we're, we're all in the same room. Everything was mic'd. Everything was like, so that was all live. Uh-huh. Um, I'll go listen to those and see if I can tell the, you know, differences of, of the energy yeah. of playing live together versus, you know, piece by piece or, or as a, and that, and then the, the last and pursuance, we actually all recorded it solo. So like, we got all the drum takes and then like I would sit in the room by myself. Nobody else was even in there. We kind of like had to keep ourselves accountable. Like mm-hmm. I tracked all my guitars and I'd be like, all right, it's done. Or I got to do it again. And then when I was done, it was done. Like that was, it was kind of oh, okay. cool. It was like these That's weird very little collaborative. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, okay. So I'll, so now I'm going to, I'll listen to all three and see if I can, you know, spot those energy. Like, you know, I don't know. That's, that's a cool way to, but I guess at the same time, though, you're all professional musicians. You 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 know, it's all you all add to that that power of that record. You know? yeah. yeah. And there's a there's a ton of coffee at the blasting room, so you, I'm sure you got your fix there too. Like, oh yeah, you know, spur oh, yeah. you into, uh, hey, you should open your own. You know, <laughs> it's very very yeah. punk rock. You know, um, and then as far as jumping into Essex, why why the name Essex, and also how do you how do you i know you have loose leaf tees and stuff how does that work into the mix of you know being a punk rock person hardcore person is it it more tea because of i don't know is i mean this might be a dumb question but is it because of kind of people who are scared of coffee or coming out of straight edge or how does that work is it no the tea well essex came from so before when i started i was living in salem and that's essex county Uh uh-huh um but i also grew up on essex street like my parents still live there like oh. it, like an hour away from Salem. Nice. And for some reason, I was trying to come up with a name that just kind of popped in my head. And I was like, it's got like, you know, mm-hmm. it's 
we're in Essex County, but if we move, it doesn't matter. Cause like in reality it was based cause I grew up on Essex street. Like, so it's kind of like, keep it know. local. Yeah. <laughs> not local. It's not really so local anymore, but it, it still has meaning because I grew up on, uh -huh. on, so. Sure. But the, uh, the tea thing was really just a couple people had asked me a few times and I was just like, you know what? Like, I get a couple, I have a couple more coming in soon, but people like it. So I just kind of like, you know, I didn't want to at first. Cause it's like, oh, okay. I mean, you don't drink tea. I do. I drink tea, but I'm, I'm selecting the tea, but I'm not like doing anything to it. Uh -huh. Like, you know what I mean? Like with the roasting, it's like, I'm actually roasting the beans and like, yeah, make, making them, you know, roasting it to the level that I like. And like, that's like, your product. Yeah, like I'm putting my art into it <laughs> uh -huh. as opposed to with tea, it's kind of like, yeah, I like this tea and I'll sell it. <laughs> I don't know, it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. It's, you didn't grow it. You didn't do the stuff. You didn't roast anything, you know, yeah. Yeah. Or dry yeah. out the tea leaves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's good. I like tea too, you know. I, I, yeah. I guess I was asking because tea can kind of be like coffee light, you know, if like if I want something less harsh than tea or coffee sometimes, I'll, I'll make a strong tea. Um, like when, but if I'm in the kitchen, it doesn't always, you know, do it for me, quote unquote, like, yeah, yeah, I need to wake up or if you're on a late night, you know, birth call, you gotta really keep oh, your yeah. eyes open. Or <laughs> I'll right now make Jennifer a pot of coffee while she leaves. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, and then uh, are you doing some of the, are you doing that business with her? Are, no, help? it's only, it's only me. Oh, for her? No, she's for, doing for her side. Okay. Her side, she's all on her own. Like I help her do like she'll ask me questions, but like, I'm kind of just like a bouncing board for her. Like she'll oh, like okay. come up with some ideas and like, or like ask me things about, I'm really good with numbers and mm -hmm. she's not, she's not a numbers person. Oh, okay. So like, she'll just like balance. trying to make things. Yeah. 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 And so is she, is she, or was she, or did you guys meet like in the hardcore and punk scene back yeah, home? Yeah. Yeah. She's actually, she's, she's from upstate New York, but grew up in Utah. Um, and I met her actually in 2000. I think it was 2000 at Crazy Fest in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, and we had just like met in passing and uh -huh. knew each other, had a lot of mutual friends and that we didn't talk forever for a, for a long, long time. And then um, we reconnected in 2011. And it was just like, I was actually living in Colorado at the time and she was okay. back in Utah. All over the country. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I lived everywhere. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. And except for California, never lived in California. Did you live in, did. Were you in Colorado because of only crime? Yeah. Well, I okay. was living, I was living in Santa Fe. Uh, I lived in Santa Fe, New Mexico and, Lu and Lafayette, Louisiana for about 10 years. Um, and then uh, so I was two more states. Yeah, <laughs> two more states to the list. Yeah. I was pre I was previously married, got divorced, and then when oh, I got okay. divorced, I was just like literally just being a vagabond around the country. So I got it. I lived with Bill up and his family up in Fort Collins for about six, seven months. Mm -hmm. um, in the middle of that, I went to Vegas for about three months. Uh, then went back to Colorado, and then Jennifer and I reconnected. And I would go out visit her when I was off tour over in Utah and Salt Lake. Uh -huh. And we almost okay. moved there, but we ended up moving back east. Yeah, to the cold. Yeah. 
yeah, I once can be back by my family. And then now I'm like, why did we do this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, now this, this week is the, the big storm week everywhere, I guess. Where, yeah. So. Luckily we're not in Texas. We can, our infrastructure can handle it at least, you know? Yeah, I know. Um, I got friends there. I'm like, gee, man, sorry this is happening right now. I missed everything else, you know, I missed yeah. the stuff we just got over, but oh, you're drinking tea right now. <laughs> coffee, coffee. Oh, it's coffee. Oh, I thought I yeah. saw a tea bag on the side there. No. Let's see here. Um, and I saw that you you collaborated, you know, you collaborate music and coffee together. I know you did Loved Ones, uh, Cross Keys, I mean. Cross Keys, yep. Cross yep. Keys, sorry. Yep. Um, I did uh, a Darkest Hour one too. Well, that's, it's one of Dave's projects, right? Yeah, um, yep. So yep. Dave, that's, what, that's why I love, I said Loved Ones, sorry. Um, but yeah, the Cross Keys, is that because, is, did you do that when you, when you moved to Pennsylvania? Yeah, um, we played... We played with Cross Keys, Be Well did, and I became friends with a couple. I mean, I've known Dave forever. Yeah. Um, but I got to know Josh Singer and Andrew, the bass player. And Andrew started ordering coffee, coffee from me frequently. Okay. And uh, we just started talking, and they, they were going to do the shirt. And I was like, we should do a collaboration. And he was like, great, let's do it. And then we donated all the prop, uh, the profit to a um a nonprofit in Philly that helps um funding for children that are for juveniles that are tried as adults in the court system. So oh. it helps like raise funds for them and stuff. I'll have to so. get that get that link from you. I'll put it in the yeah honestly right now it's 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 I can't think of the name of it right now off the top of my head but we'll find yeah. we'll find it. There's, yeah. there's ways to find it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so let's see. I, I asked a little bit earlier about the coffee and tea thing, but I know, is it a, is it a thing? Is it a topic of contention in, in the straight edge world to be like coffee, tea? I don't know, because of, you know, I mean, whatever, I the, so. whatever the rules are about, you know, is someone from FSU going to come to your roaster? And <laughs> <laughs> gonna say, <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't think so. I don't, okay. I mean, if it is, then I don't want to buy my coffee. <laughs> exactly. Like, I, I mean, like, I'm still I'm still straight edge. I don't drink or anything, but like I don't. I mean, I'm I'm gonna be 47 in November. I don't I don't really care what other people do as long as they're taking care of themselves and the people around them as best uh, they can. You know. Yeah, I feel like as we get older, some of the not values, but like kind of the fabric that we were was woven into our musical oh. careers or or our, our growing up times. You know. My headphones completely just cut out. Oh, weird. Still on there? My, uh, my I can hear you. Died. Oh. <laughs> so, can you still hear me? Good. I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We high tech. We still got high tech. Um, <laughs> I, I guess I was saying like we kind of like as we grow up and as you you know you get married and you have kids and you're like, there's a little bit more to life than the rules of you know what we thought was. Yeah, I guess the the boundaries of what 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 music is, your beliefs, your 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 values and systems and everything like that. It's like, I can be like you can be straight edge and you can make your own rules. I want to drink coffee. I'm going to drink coffee. You know, get out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Um, have you yeah, had any encounters? Exactly. Any encounters like on the road? Like, you know, I guess being straight edge or or not being straight edge enough for other bands or anything like that. Not really honestly yeah. not really i mean bane is out bane was always 
we always were lucky. We never really got any no beef. <laughs> no beef. And like good. Now like because we always were the type of people that we you know, as long as you're nice to everybody else, then you're fine, you know, like good. if you start a fight of the show, we're done. We're not gonna play anymore. Like it was just, you know, we always just kind of lucked out, I guess, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we had this like respect to that, it was just kind of like, you know. You respect other people or respect you or vice versa you know what i mean so so how how did that how did like for example like i said earlier like you know jason eldridge and those all those guys like how did that impact the the boston area scene like you know for at least for you guys or for your bands i mean we never for some reason i get like even that like there would be issues during the show and then we'd play and it'd be fine like, okay. like we just had this like weird like we just got this weird respect of like you know it's probably because you guys are a respectful band i think i think a lot of the times the musicians bring it on sometimes too like yeah. let's go let's murder each other or whatever yeah. you know you yeah. hear a lot of bands going let's respect each other and you know this kind of yeah. stuff um yeah. so the band is kind of the, the the person on the microphone is kind of the the instigator right sometimes Exactly. And like, we didn't really play into it all either at the yeah. same time. You know what I mean? Like, good. That's awesome. I mean, yeah. Maybe that's why you guys are still, you know, everyone's still around or, you know, for the most part, like playing music because no one got really burned out on the scene as it yeah. were, because yeah. you guys didn't buy into that. You know, I guess I would, I call it a, a violent lifestyle, you know? Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so good for you. Good for you. Um, Okay, back to coffee. What, as far as your, do you have a, do you have an eye-opening, like coffee experience? Like this is it for me. I'm, I'm all in on coffee. I'm going to do this. Uh, you know, and I, I don't know. How does that, how does that work? Like, I mean, I was, I mean, the story of it all was like really like, I started really roasting at home, like mid 2017, mm -hmm. and like um, there was a coffee shop in Salem called Front Street that had been using the same coffee for over 20 years. And I thought it was, I didn't like it at all, but I loved the people that owned it. It was husband and wife, they're awesome. Mm -hmm. And uh, they kept pushing me to do the coffee and they were like, well, we'll use you for the for our like medium roast and see how it goes. Okay. And it did really well. And finally they were like, you should do it, you should do it. And then 2018 came and I was like, I'm just gonna do it. Okay. And between my wife pushing me to do it and then them, doing it and then they were finally like if you can like most of my stuff is medium roast i have a couple of dark roasts but that's just kind of a demand thing you know uh -huh. um but they were like if you can match this profile for this dark roast we'll use you for all of our beans nice and i did it and that was kind of like well if i can do this if i can like get this customer that has been using the same coffee supplier for 20 years i was yeah. like i gotta do it you so, opened their eyes. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That was kind of like a like a, I could actually really do this kind of thing, you know. And so your beans are still in their in their brewers right now. Yeah, I think they're actually they might be closing down. Soon, oh shoot! Thanks, but I mean I think it's kind of like a a burnout slash COVID's just hitting them real hard. Kinda. Oh, like it's time. Yeah, I think it's just their time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, I mean, it sucks, but at the same time, I mean, some people five years is great. Yeah. Like, that's I mean, a good run for sure. You know, and they did, they need, they started it from scratch and like, you know, so yeah. Good. Well, there's going to be a spot open for you then. 
<laughs> it's, it's six hours away. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, yeah, Pennsylvania. So. I think we got yeah. a good. I think we we're in a good spot though. Like my wife is super busy with her because mm-hmm. she serves serves a lot of Amish clients, which okay. here is Amish everywhere. Mm-hmm. But also, I think there's a, a need for a really good another good coffee roaster here. So, is there any? Fun. Are you around any like competition right now? Um, in your yeah, area? there's a passenger in Lancaster. Okay, and then another one called Square One, but. Um, I mean, I've had pasture and like I, my wife and I got one, each got one and mine was like, okay. And hers was like, eh. And, uh, <laughs> you mean like I, drinks? Yeah. Like okay. just coffees, just Coffee. plain coffees. Yeah. It was like, mm-hmm. but you know, I think, I think like I don't drink, but I think it's a lot like, like beer and wine. Like you don't want the same thing all the time. you like, you yeah. want variety. Like I do like, I honestly get sick of drink. I mean, I love my coffee, but like, I want to try other coffee. Well, you should. Yeah. You got to know what's out there. Like, exactly. I mean, I mean, speaking of which, do you, do you listen to, do you listen to your own music or, or or do what do you listen to when you're roasting or, or enjoying coffee? Like, how do you pair that? Um, I actually, I mean, roasting, I don't listen to music, but, uh, no, no. You listen to the beans. Yeah, exactly. You get to listen. So and the machine yeah. is so loud anyway. That I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Um, what I'm like doing, like bagging and all that stuff. Like I, I mean, I, I said somebody asked me the other day and I've been in this funk of just listening to mostly older stuff. Uh huh. Like everybody in Bain especially gets sick of it. Cause I always listen to Black Sabbath, Jane's Addiction, Foo Fighters, uh-huh. <laughs> Statue, like Unbroken, like all that stuff but I'll just get stuck in this rut where I just listen to the same thing. So it's, it's, uh, it feels good to do that. If it's comforting. Exactly. Exactly. It's good. And then, cause there's sometimes also it's overwhelming. There's so much new stuff all the time. Maybe if a friend would show you something new and you'd listen to it, but, but there's so much out there. It's like, where do I even start? Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, where do I, I don't know what to listen to. You go, you want to ask, you ask kids or, I don't know it's like how do you find new music it's, it's all out there but like there's so much there's so much yeah. out there you know it's so. almost like now that the internet I mean it's it's good and bad that everything is out there so much but like yeah it, it gets overwhelming and there's no there's no like mystery sort of I don't know like there's no like you'll you before you'd order a record and you, you'd have to wait and then it finally gets there and you get to go listen to it now it's like yep. oh what's it called camp whatever record came out i'm gonna go listen to it and go to spotify or apple music and there it goes and they yeah. get like hundredth of a penny hundredth of i know <laughs> i was telling i was telling my wife I was like look at our this song has like our you know it's one of our songs like we have you know thousands of plays on for example spotify and the royalty on it is like two dollars or something like that yeah. you know yeah it's like insane. what's the point like i mean grateful but it's out there and people are hearing it and stuff like that. But the record label might be getting more than we are. Yeah. <laughs> Especially now it's like, you know, most bands make money on shows and merch, but now obviously, yeah. so it's yeah. like, you, you don't rely on, yeah, you don't make any money on streaming. So now, you know, B Wells on, on equal vision records. Right. So yeah. is that, how do, how does it work nowadays in 20 or 2021, but that was 2020 uh, signing a record deal. And how does, is it just like, Hey guys, we're doing a band. You want to do it? Or is it, do you actually do uh, demos and send it to them or? Well, we sent them demos way back um, before it was like re-recorded a bunch of stuff. Um, but like, we've all had relationships. Yeah. Everybody in the band has worked with Equal Vision. 
because there's so many <laughs> musicians. So it's almost kind of like, yeah. hey, let's do this. You know, I mean, did you pick that that label? Like, I mean, did like you see that label? Them, yeah, yeah, we reach out to them. Okay. Um, I mean, who knows what'll happen with the next record? Uh, I think they were shocked at. I mean, we were all shocked at like how well it was received. Like, we weren't expecting anything, hmm. and it was received really, really well. I mean, yeah, I think they made all the lists. Yeah, for for the for the how terrible this year was, I think it really resonated with a lot of people more than we I think. Expected. I think that's exactly why. Also, aside, yeah, it's not. I mean, it's an awesome record. Did you did you have a did you have some did you do a lot of the the writing with Brian on it and stuff like that too? A, a lot of that Brian did a lot of that writing like beforehand. Well, plus I know you did you didn't play your your main instrument on the. No, record. I know <laughs> you switched it up. It's still um, weird, but it's fun. I'm getting used to it finally. Oh, cool. Yeah. Do you have like, so you have a whole bunch of guitar equipment and bass equipment now at home? Uh, I have one. Ba- I didn't have a bass when they asked me to play the band. I didn't have anything. <laughs> so I had to go and buy okay. the bass. And, You're and, like, uh, um, that one? <laughs> yeah. 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 That's so. cool. Yeah. How did they even like approach you to ask to play bass when you're not a bass player? Well, like, I think Brian just knew that. I, I mean. That you could? Yeah. 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 yeah okay well i mean it sounds cool <laughs> yeah it's fun it's fun it's easier <laughs> to, in a way once you get used to playing the bass it's simpler to me for sure like, i know yeah. a lot of musicians that do both um and, and i didn't know vice versa like oh you play guitar or oh you play bass like you know they're like yeah, yeah once you do once you master one you can master the other kind of thing like fairly simple or, or piano and drums yeah. like how, how think, does that work i think it definitely uh going from the guitar to the bass you come up with cooler bass lines as not cooler but you come up with more unique bass lines as a guitar player playing the bass okay i think you think of it different than as a a, a bass player that just plays the bass would think of it and you already know how to like move your fingers all the way across the fretboard and yeah and then when you go back to playing the guitar you're like well this thing is tiny (laughs) (laughs) yeah see so then it takes you a while to relearn muscle memory all the guitar licks and stuff so 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 does that mean you miss you know, do you miss playing guitar with like only crime or you know, oh, for any sure. other? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Those, like those I, are, I, those are really fun records. Yeah. I really, really miss it. I'm hoping. I hope, like I said, I hope only crime gets together to play some stuff or write stuff soon. And uh, I'm trying to play my guitar more than I have. This year has been, a, obviously has been stressful for a lot of people and it's. Yeah. We need, well, we need, yeah, we need you to write more songs. So. I'm, we're gonna manifest it right here, right? You, to, All right. Write something down, send it, send it to Russ and Bill and or whoever, and get it going. <laughs> um, so, oh, does your so does your wife? Um, your wife's pretty busy with her business. Does that mean you you are you guys you know share responsibilities, taking care of the kid, or you know? I'm home most of the time. I mean, I work remotely for my for my real job. Uh huh. Um, oh, a job so- outside of coffee. Yeah, like I work okay. a nine to five and ah. and do coffee. Okay, <laughs> um, cool. So you got that punk rock DIY spirit just, outside the. Yeah, I can't stop the... working. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hustle. Yeah, I mean you got to, you know. Yeah. My wife's on call. I mean, she was on call, started being on call uh, the first week of December, and she's not off being on call till June. Mm-hmm. Or end of July, so essentially, I mean, during the week I'm here with my with Scout till like Scout, nice, yeah. okay, 
And yeah. is are you doing is Scout at uh, school age? He is. He's in kindergarten this year, and he's okay. going. Uh, we pick. We rented a house when we moved here. He's going to a Waldorf school, so he's outside. Mm-hmm. 85% of the day, like they yeah. go in for lunch and that's about it. Okay. Which is awesome. And he has like 12 kids in his class total. Nice. Not too. Yeah. So, Waldorf does it. I know a lot of Waldorf teachers too. They, I think they have a good education model. Yeah. And, um, and it's a, like, a, it's not even a five minute walk from where we live. So. Oh, that's even cool. better. <laughs> that's even yeah. better. Are, are you getting him into your music at all? He's somewhat... I mean, he's, he, he really likes Jimmy world. Right. Okay. Um, Who doesn't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he loves like the Ramones. Okay. Um, so, I mean, he's starting to, I mean, this is a mostly weird kid stuff now. Like he gets obsessed with like, I don't even know, like soundtrack for like Muppet babies or something. You know what I mean? Like he'll like get obsessed with like that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And then we'll put in some stuff that he knows and he'll, he'll like it. So. show him some live videos of bane <laughs> yeah well he said that when be well plays he wants to go on stage dive so oh perfect <laughs> we'll see yeah i love In it like 2025 when we can have shows again he'll <laughs> Just, he'll yeah, like I know, right? Major. what do you do you have like um since you have so many you know bands and albums under your belt now um do you have like favorite songs that you've been a part of or you know um or um I mean, I mean, I don't think there's anything there's, I mean, there's nothing that I'm not, I would never say like, I'm like, eh, like I'm proud of everything that I've been a part of for sure. Yeah. Um, but if I was to show someone like, look at this guy, he wrote this song, you know? I mean, I guess it would be different for each, each band. Yeah. Um, for Bane, like, it, you can't tell, but I don't think anybody that wouldn't be involved would really understand. But like Calling Hours was such like a crazy, like all like the guest vocals that are in that were all over the country. So like the coordination oh, okay. and all that was like insane. So that, that was, was pre, like, that was pre-internet kind of like. Well, there was internet, but it was just But like, I mean like how now, how easy it is now. Like yeah, you and yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. So that was, obviously that was really tough and super, we're super proud of that. Um, I don't know, like, like I love, like, for, Take Me is like one of my favorite songs from Only Crime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. And I think like, it was really cool. Like, I'm really like, for Be Well, for sure, like confessional, like, especially the, like the video that we did for confessional. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, I think that really, uh, I think it meshed really well with the record. Like it just everything about it. Like, yeah. you know, we could have made a video for that song and not have like, not have gotten the whole vision across. But Dan, it was a good visual Eric, for sure. They, yeah, they just got a really good. They did a great job with it. Definitely. Is it the same director for all the videos? On the yeah, yeah. Brian had a huge hand for sure. Like Brian had a vision too of Man, the videos he, he does it all right and the guy who did the guy who did the two um actually you know what the one, one thing i'm most the, the guy who did the two videos for for be well also did holding these moments the vein documentary oh okay so nice that's so probably, yeah like we were completely hands-off with the documentary but like uh-huh. 
when I finally watched the final, I was so blown away at how good a job they did with that. So that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I, I as a, from the musician side of me, I was, it's like really cool when you can pinpoint those, those proud moments of recording or, or playing live or any, any part of your career, you know, yeah. um, from, I remember the day that they asked me to sing in the band all the way to like, you know, some of the, some of the shows we played across the continent and stuff like that. Like, I, I just think that you have a long and storied career. So it's cool to be able to pull those, those memories out. And I'm sure, you know, after our conversation, you might think of a couple more because like, oh yeah, I also did this. And I was also, I saw these guys play in Australia or whatever, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's, it's really cool, man. Like I, sometimes I get bummed. Cause like, obviously like now, especially with no shows, but like once Bane ended, it was, it, it was really tough to make the transition to being like, mm-hmm the guy that was on the road all the time to just being like scout's dad, you know, which is not, I mean, I love, I mean, I would not trade it for the world, but it's, 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 it's tough. No, I, I get, but I totally get, yeah, I know what you mean. I totally get that. I am so incredibly lucky. Like if, if you're in a musician and you get in one band that gets to do a fraction of the things I did mm-hmm. with one of my bands, you're extremely lucky. And like, I can't even figure out, how I've been this luckily lucky like three times. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. Like it's it's very humbling, you know? Like Yep. It's good to stay humble, like through through successes and failures, it's good to stay humble, I think, uh, just to keep moving forward, you know? Exactly. Well, exactly. Did you learn that from your family growing up? Like how was your family life growing up? Were, was it a music, musical? Was it like DIY, no. you know? I mean I mean, I grew up in a very, like, my parents and my grandparents, like, we've always just been, like, very, they've just always humble and, and just take everything when it comes to you and, like, knowing that, like, you know, you get to work for everything and just don't take anything for granted kind of thing, you know? Like, I just, it's just, like, kind of mindset that I always grew up with and was around. Did any, you know? did any of them own a business, like, you know, an My dad business? had a few businesses, but he just kept switch in like he would go like he was a carpenter for a long time and then like uh doing his own business and then he uh when i was when he was 40 early 40 or early 40s he cut off two of his tips two of his fingers and then went back to school and like became a respiratory therapist oh like he's like he's always just pushing himself you know like the hustle i love it it's great you know it's in the whole family yeah 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 my mom was a mute she played the grew up playing the piano and stuff aha there's the music Um, (laughs) like when i was a very when i was young they get they get rid of it when i was probably like i don't know eight or ten they had a we had a piano in the house forever like she didn't play as much as as we get older Mm -hmm. Um, but that's i'm sure that's where i got it you know yeah yeah it's it's somewhere in your you know how do you go from, you know, mom playing piano in the house sometimes to being in a hardcore band? Yeah, yeah. Like, what was your journey from like, kind of that to like, band after band after band of like raging music? <laughs> I don't know. Work. I mean, I just. I mean, one of my growing up, my one of my cousins on my mom's side, he's like six months older than me, got into like punk rock and and more like heavy more like metal and then like misfits and stuff like that um 
and that's how I get introduced to all like to like punk rock. Okay. And he played guitar also. Got and it. I started playing guitar because he was playing guitar. And I was like 13, 12 or 13, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it just kind of all just like we, that, that like, did it. We always spent like there were four grandchildren on my mom's side of the family. And we always spent whenever we weren't in school, we were always together, all four of us at my grandparents' house. Nice. And him and I would just sit there in the basement playing our guitar, playing like Misfits and Metallica and uh-huh. whatever else all day, you know. Like, was was he in any of the bands? He was never he- really got in any. But he was in like a weird local band, but they never did anything. Okay. And then well, that's it, you know. I love that description, a weird local band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, made, yeah. that reminds me, in San Diego, that would be maybe like, you know, surf rock reggae i don't know like here locally he was he was great i mean he he's he has dealt with mental illness for a really long time okay like like once he i think he was about 20 ish Mm -hmm. like he's been dealing with mental illness so he doesn't even he doesn't play the guitar at all at all but he was like he was a pretty good guitar player oh man okay yeah shame and yeah um i guess i mean one of the things about the be well record is pretty much the whole theme of the album is dealing with mental health mental uh, illness uh, mental health awareness i should say um at at well in some of the songs it seems like it's pretty intense level but also like even acknowledging that or being on the surface level uh, uh with yourself but saying but really diving into that and um I like the music too. Like in the music behind those words also brings out that emotion for, um, for, for me as a listener who I'm not, I don't necessarily struggle with mental illness, but I've definitely dealt with, you know, depression. Like when you stop doing the music all of a sudden, like you said, and then you're in a quote unquote regular life or whatever, you know, it's a, you can sink into that a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or especially all of last year. You, you saw a lot of musicians and in my other industry chef you saw a lot of restaurant people and chefs um, sink into that um, yeah and it can and it can consume you but how do we get out of that for me it's conversing with people like this making music making food making people happy you know and of course my family um, but I I'm, you know there's a lot of people who can't you know yeah I mean I think albums like that are good like for that and i think the good thing about that record is it doesn't like yes brian like talks about specific things but like i think people can relate to it in many different ways and that i mean that's the same way with like punk rock and hardcore like mm-hmm. you know you may not relate word for word as to what somebody's saying but you can relate to it yeah you know like in your own way like yeah and that's a, that's a special thing about punk rock and hardcore, artistic that, interpretation of music or this this the the words um, yeah have you have you written lyrics on any of the songs no i never <laughs> i've never been able to do it i've always wanted to but i just can't i mean i've tried i just yeah it's not in me oh, okay <laughs> you know or cause, well you you know you, you did the music so yeah um i was gonna say a couple more things um i know we're you're kind of close to the end of the time here but uh well yeah so what's what does the future hold for for your music and coffee careers that you know I know it's kind of uncertain with music, but what's it look like for Essex? I mean, I'm hoping I, my my goal was in 2020, by the end of 2020, to be able to decide if I wanted to 
keep my day job or just do Essex. Like okay. I wanted to be able to have that decision to be able to be like, you know, do I want to just keep this job to keep it and have a day job and but have yeah. Essex be the like, uh, the breadwinner yeah. sort of say. Right, right. Um, but obviously this year has been a mess for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, I'm hoping by within a year from now, I'm, I can reach that goal. And uh -huh. I'll be able to be like, am I gonna, am I gonna be able to do just the coffee? And, you know, we'll see. I mean, it's, it's tough. Like where we live now, it's, I think it's a good spot. There's a lot of people struggling right now. So I think it's gonna be really hard to get anybody to start using my beans as opposed to somebody they've been dealing with for a while. Like, yeah, they don't want the added stress of like changing a bean supplier on top sure. of, am I going to be able to pay all my bills next month? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, right. So it's a little tough, but then it's that's right now. Yeah. That's the coffee truck idea came out of that. Like, yeah. But now, you know, we've been, it's been rough because for the past, you know, seven years, we've been a one income family essentially because my wife was in school. Mm -hmm. now that she's working you know, like we're finally like being like all right what are we gonna do like it's go it's going well and it's like you know things are starting to be able to open up a little bit more so i'm hoping but i'm hoping maybe around spring summer i can do the coffee truck idea yeah. okay that's of of next year of this year this year oh, this, okay and then okay. by the end by a year from now hopefully i can be like all right do i want to just do coffee <laughs> you know You're taking like, the truck on the road yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Going everywhere so yeah. do you do you fly to other like countries to taste coffee and stuff like that no i use i i just i mean right now i just can't i mean yeah i've i work with three different importers um that i've dealt with pretty much since the beginning that i'm i i deal with them a lot and they're i i trust them mm -hmm. and they they end up sending me some good samples that that i'm looking for you know what i mean like yeah if i want to try something else i'll just kind of give them a profile that i'm looking for and they're usually spot on nice um, they know what they're doing right yeah yeah and i get a lot of i get a lot of help from at the beginning from um do you remember that band with honor from connecticut yeah. mm -hmm. so the singer todd works for a coffee importer oh i see i actually don't really order coffee from them but he helps me a lot so um it's good to know him and also, you know, you know, the guys that here at Heartwork in San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. Rob and yeah. Rob and you're two of my best friends, man. Awesome. Yeah. They're so nice. Good, good you know? dudes. Great. Awesome. Punk rock spot. Heartwork Coffee in Mission Hills. If you haven't been, check it out. Um, yeah. What's give me some words James, of wisdom. James. <laughs> of course, James. James. Yeah. Good guy, man. We got good. there's there's actually like three, at least three uh, punk rock, you know, based kind of hardcore kid coffee roasters in town here that's you know? awesome that's awesome those two in dark horse um yeah but uh and for me that that speaks to me as a as a musician and a chef like a food person i want to go to those places you know so yeah oh, 100%. how about for uh, i was just thinking can you can you partner with yourself can you can you have be well or equal vision do anything with your coffee uh we did a be well coffee when the record came out yeah um I'm talking EVR may do one. They're they're just trying to figure some stuff out. They're just, I mean, obviously for them too, all of this has really hit hard because merch mm -hmm. now is a big part of Equal Vision, and mm -hmm. you know bands aren't touring, so merch now is is hard to <laughs> have another rough time too. I think. Yeah. 
Um, but I've been reaching out to a few bands. I'm not sure when this will come out, but uh, I'm going to be, I don't know if it'll be out or it'll, or if it's just about to come out, but I did a collaboration with uh, Good Riddance. We're doing a coffee. Love it. Um, so Love that's, I think I'm going to try to do that a little bit more, like try to do like, you know, like one or two. And I want to have it be like a, an ongoing thing. Like I did two darkest hour coffees. I'm going to do it. Hopefully going to be doing another one in another month or two. So like every few months it can just do like a limited run of yeah. coffee and like, it makes sense. Like, and it's good. I mean, not to be for who you are and you know, yeah, for me and for the, I mean, for the bands too, like mm -hmm. essentially they're just like, and they're all older, you know, coffee drink. Actually, yeah, exactly. can you get Russ to stop drinking Starbucks? <laughs> I probably not. <laughs> <laughs> He's a diehard. I don't uh, think there's any way that's going to ever happen. <laughs> you got it. You're going to have to make some bad coffee for him to do that. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a, when I did, when I was talking to them about the coffee, they wanted like a dark roast. And I was like, but I'm just using my, like, I made a nice espresso blend for them. So I'm not, I usually don't do any dark roast. Like I have my espresso blend and then I've get, been getting a few requests. We don't need more dark roast. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> but I'm like, if people want it, I guess. <laughs> I'd rather give people what they want and be able to do other things with it, you know? Yeah. So give them light roast and they can put it in the microwave. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> do it yourself. Yeah. Just put some just put it in a frying pan and put some gas on it and you're good. Yeah. Fry it up it, a little bit. <laughs> is is that how you started out? Did you start using the cast iron skillet and um popcorn no. popper or from day one, I mean? No, I actually started, I started, uh, luckily, um, a good friend of mine, Paul, he had sold me a, um, a hot top roaster. Oh, okay. That was the first thing I used, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, so, so you didn't, you didn't start in your home kitchen with the, uh, well, I started in the home kitchen. I started from, in the kitchen with but that. like on a, but on a small pan, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. So, uh, yeah, our apartment in Salem used to smell like roasting coffee all the time. <laughs> people are knocking on your door trying to buy coffee and yeah. <laughs> are you guys open uh, that's funny um yeah well uh did you want i i just a couple more things and then we can you know part ways but did you want to sh are there any any other like punk rock owned or hardcore kid owned companies that i should know about for like coffee or any kind of food product or anything like that Shout uh, them out. i know that um Chris from Cursed has this crazy uh, bacon fat company in Canada, but it's a vegan bacon fat. I forget what it's called. Oh, I can't remember the name of it now. Bacon fat, vegan bacon fat. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay. okay. And he's like, he's doing awesome at it. He's he's killing I'll it. Check it out. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. then um, he doesn't. It's they don't roast their own, but like Oracle up in Portland. Oregon is uh, Andy from uh, Earth Crisis. He plays drums to Fall Out Boy too, but Andy Hurley from uh, Got it. Play drums to Earth Crisis and like Race Trader and stuff. Um, I'm completely drawn to blank. I mean, Grindcore in Philly is great. It's a vegan bakery. Love it. It's awesome. It's awesome. That's a cool name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But good soundtrack of it. You know, Do you, so you don't you you don't listen to a lot of hardcore and metal like when you're 
just kind of out, not not playing your own music. It sounds like you listen to like, like you said, Foo Fighters, Jimmy Roll. No, I mean, I listen to a lot of heavy, I listen to some, just not when I'm like working. Oh, okay. Too, it gets too, I don't know. Gotcha. And you can go <laughs> kind of like get in the zone and like. So what, what do you listen to to get pumped up? What do you listen to that really stokes your fire? I mean. I mean, I guess the last few things I saw, I'll look at my Spotify right now. Okay. Put me on the test right here. <laughs> Let's see. Rotting out street prowl, uh, street prowl. Uh-huh. Um, Caven. Nice, nice. Uh, the last Death by Stereo record. Like the latest one? Yeah, the latest one. I had to listen to it at all. The kids' choir and yeah, (laughs) yeah. Which which cave in Uh, when they were like super hardcore or? No, I actually went back and listened to um, Jupiter. No, the last last one, um, Black. What's called? I'm awful at this. Are those your buddies from Boston? Final transmission. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Final transmission. Final transmission. It's it's very spacey. I, um, the remastered version of Black Sabbath Volume Four that just came what, out. And so, what were you doing when you were listening to Riding Out? What, what was <laughs> what was the activity you were doing when you were listening to Riding Out? Cleaning. I think I was cleaning my house. Cleaning super fast. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Ramming if the you, vacuum into the. <laughs> if you haven't listened to it too, that uh, I'm going to mispronounce it, but that Koriki, the new Ian McKay band. Oh no, I haven't. It's really good. I thought okay. it was gonna. I thought I'd be disappointed, but it's really good. Okay, I'll take that recommendation. Yeah, yeah, love it. Yeah. That's a quite a mix there. Yeah, I think it's. I, I mean, I pride myself kind of being listening to everything. Good. You know, okay. I never really get into is like hip hop a whole lot. Like I like some oh, yeah. of a few handpicked things, but I just never get into like hip hop or rap much. So no, you don't have any collaborations on the horizon with um some hip-hop artists yet just yet yeah, i would <laughs> yeah i know you're close to philly so yeah um, yeah you do it there's a lot there but give me some give me some uh parting words of wisdom here for from the near listeners i mean what have you learned over the years on tour or you know just in a foreign you country do and go with the flow man like uh, as cheesy as it sounds, things usually happen for a reason and just kind of like go with it. Like when we moved down here, like we didn't know this area at all. And like, it ends up being that hopefully, I think this is gonna be like the perfect spot for me for coffee. There's like this weird void here that I think like I could fill that void, hopefully. Yeah. And like yeah. build something up. And then, um, and then I'm only an hour away from a couple of guys in B-Well. So it's like close to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really hope back to this whole COVID thing is like, I really hope that the one good thing that'll come out of this is people stop taking things, whether it's something or doing something or people for granted and just like yeah. do things like, I think hopefully this is gonna shed light on people re- finally realizing that like arts, you know, whether it's a chef or a, you know a painter or a musician like people need that stuff to stay mentally sane mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. people don't realize how much it it messes with your mental well-being not being able to have any yeah. or do yeah. that stuff. i mean obviously we know 
you know, you may not realize it till you're not doing it, but like, obviously it does wonders for everybody's mental health, yeah. whether it's like you being a chef or me playing music or roasting or whatever. And then on the other end, it helps everybody else too. It's you true. Know? Yeah. I just hope that on the other side of all this stuff, people realize that, you know? So I think it's slowly, slowly happening a little bit. Um, yeah. When people, when people can take the time to stop fighting with one another and arguing yeah. about arguing about stupid stuff that nobody has answers for, we're just all here being human. Um, yeah. In the, in it, everybody's actually in it together, no matter what you believe. So everybody's yeah. here and trying to listen to music and trying to drink coffee and trying to, you know, work a food truck and stuff. So we're just trying to live, man. <laughs> yeah. And we got kids to raise. We got coffee to drink. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Hopefully, it's you know. And life goes on. You just got to do what you can do. <laughs> you know, you know, do I like it. Like it. Yeah. Um, exactly. I guess, um, what's the best way for people to get a hold of your coffee and tea? Uh, it's EssexCoffeeRoasters.com. Mm -hmm. And we're on Instagram and Facebook uh, at Essex Coffee Roasters. Um, the web store is up there. I roast everything to order. So sometimes it can take a week just because I don't want anything sitting on the shelves. I only roast every other week. Okay. So I don't have anything sitting on the shelves for more than two weeks. Like Fresh roasted roasted. beans. Yeah. And nine times out of 10, it's roasted on a Friday or Saturday and it ships out on Monday. Okay. So good to know. Yeah. So uh, I will, yeah. uh, I will look into all that because I'm, I'm getting low on my beans in my own house. So, <laughs> you know, well, send me your address. I'll get you some. <laughs> right on right on man um tell me a song that i should play from one of your one of your records I'm gonna, i'll play a song at the end of the show uh let's just do a be well one let's do my i love i don't know why i love it so much but i love aperture i do oh man yeah I, I mean there's a lot of really good really good slappers on this record but uh, aperture tiny little pieces you know and they all kind of have their own attitude these songs you know it's funny tiny little pieces waiting the cost were written after the record was done like brian we had the whole record record written we played a couple shows with h2o <laughs> yeah and then um and then brian went home after the philly show and ended up uh -huh. writing tiny little pieces and waiting the cost okay so those almost uh, didn't make it. It's almost like he was inspired by his own, the your own set to to like, because to me, tiny little pieces, and confessional they kind of stand out from the album because of their, I guess this the different dynamics of the song. I mean, and I yeah. know also I don't know if this had any, any play in it, but like I know you had um, Mr. Andrew Black playing a little bit on the um, few like more than half the tracks, right? Um, and that, yeah. Does that kind of change the feel of the? Of the vibe on the recording when you switch drummers mid-recording not really or, or did he do Honestly. all of them and then he switched a couple he's i know that shane re-recorded a bunch of the drums on the okay. ones that andrew's not on. yeah right right yeah. so i mean yeah i mean everything came out really good so there's no no complaints here but i just i was just Thank wondering you. how that works to like switch a musician like mid and keep half of the you know half the stuff but yeah, but again, Be Well is like comprised of a bunch of musicians, so it works. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I'll, I'll do Aperture. Work. Do yeah. There is some Aperture on there, and um, 
gets you all those, you know, gets you huge royalties and stuff. <laughs> I don't know how that all works, but hopefully more than Spotify. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank and you. Uh, ho- hopefully we'll get some more, get some more Essex beans out here on the West coast. Dude, I would love it. I would love or it. Or tea or tea leaves. Yeah. <laughs> right on, man. Hey, awesome. stay healthy. All right, man. Take care. Bye. Yep, there it is. A great conversation with a great gentleman in uh, across a couple of scenes. Essex Coffee Roasters and so many bands. Be Well, Converge, Only Crime, Ten Yard Fight, Bane, just to name a few. So what I'm going to do is, um, well, first off, thanks to Aaron for having the conversation with me, shedding some light on some some topics about his his own life and the food and music scene across the country. Uh, and if you heard him say, he, he picked a song by Be Well called Aperture, which I'm going to play here. I'm, actually, I'm going to play two Be Well songs because I like that album so much. And then I'm also going to play an Only Crime song because I want you to hear both of his kind of all-star bands, if you will. But definitely Be Well, because that's his latest album that he's been on and, and uh, the latest, uh, I mean, sorry, Only Crime was the, is another band that he's been in for the whole time. So I'm going to play a total of three songs. Not, I'm not going to explain much about them, but here's Aperture and then uh, another Be Well song of my choosing and Only Crime song of my choosing. I just haven't decided yet because there's so many to choose from, but I'll put the information in the show notes. And if you're interested, go out and get the albums. Help the bands out and buy some coffee. He will fresh roast you some beans. Send them your way just a few days later and you'll be you'll be caffeinated. You'll be listening to your music and doing whatever you do in your life with Essex Coffee Roasters, knowing that you're supporting a small business and not getting your stuff from a place like, you know, without mentioning any names, you know, the big coffee companies, as we'll just say it, we'll just leave it at that. So support EssexCoffeeRoasters.com. They got merchandise, they got coffee, they got tea, they got everything you need for to fulfill your, uh, you know, your caffeinated dreams. Anyways, that's enough blabbering from me. I'll catch you at the next episode. Uh, Leave some comments for me. I want to get to know you a little bit. All right, everybody. Be safe out there. Treat each other like family. Because that's really all we got these days. Food and music is life, yes. But that also stands for family. All right. Take care. Bye-bye.